0: World listeners, welcome to People of Interest, where I discuss an individual in history who strikes my curiosity. I'm Jamie Arpan, and today I'm going to talk about one of the bravest women during the Crimean War in the mid-1800s. Her name was Mary Seacole, a British Jamaican nurse who brought her expertise to the front lines of a bloody battlefield. Mary Seacole was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1805 to a Creole mother and a Scottish father who was a part of the British army. While there is little information about her biological father, her mother was a well-known doctress who ran a boarding house in Sequel's hometown. A doctress was considered someone who practiced traditional methods. Through observing her mother's practice, the young Mary Sequel gained an enthusiastic appreciation for nursing. She took her acquired knowledge and constantly applied it to her doll, performing demonstrations of her mother's work. By the age of 12, Sequel began aiding her mother with all sorts of patients. Outside of medicine, Mary Sequel was fascinated with traveling. One of her first ventures consisted of sailing all the way to England from Jamaica. After arriving in London, she experienced discrimination towards her skin color for the first time in her life. In her autobiography, she stated, quote, I am only a little brown, a few shades duskier than the brunettes whom you all admire so much, but my companion was very dark and a subject for their rude wit, unquote. She continued to note her mixed feelings towards their time exploring the London streets. The international hub contained foods she had never tried before, such as West Indian preserves and other various pickled items, which Seacole sought to bring back with her on the return trip to her home country. Nevertheless, her travels were not restricted to just England. After returning to Jamaica, Mary Seacole proceeded to sail throughout the Caribbean, including New Providence, Haiti, and Cuba. In 1836, she settled down and married Edwin Horatio Sequel. The young couple moved to Black River and opened a small store. Unfortunately, Edwin was quite sickly and relied heavily on Mary's care. Despite doing her best, her husband would succumb to his illness a month after moving to Black River. This was not the only death Mary Sequel faced. Soon after her husband's passing, her mother died as well, leaving her boarding house in Kingston to her daughter. However, even though Sequel now lived on her own as a widow, it did not prevent her from flourishing. Whenever she found the chance to learn new medical practices, she took them. Occasionally, a military doctor or surgeon would visit her humble abode, and once they learned about her passion, offered advice on new techniques or medicines. The next challenge in her career took form in the cholera epidemic that swept through Jamaica in 1850. Around the same time, Sequel's brother was planning to set up a hotel in the country of Panama. After observing the multitude of deaths the disease resulted in, she decided to leave her boarding house in the hands of a cousin in order to join him. Her travels would once again bring her to face racism and discrimination, only this time it was from white Americans. The process of chartering a boat proved to be one of the most difficult endeavors in her journey as most crews did not desire to engage with sequel and her companions due to their dark skin she was eventually able to charter one for the high price of 50 pounds which in today's world would equate to over ten thousand dollars once mary sequel reached panama she established her own store right across the street from her brother their clientele mostly consisted of prospectors rushing to the gold fields in California. Just two years later, in 1852, Panama also suffered a severe cholera breakout. While Sequel did not catch the illness the first time around in Jamaica, she experienced briefly here. After recovering from cholera, she went to work on nursing a multitude of cholera-infected patients in Panama. Her treatments included mercury chloride, heated poultices, mustard plasters on the stomach and back, and mustard emetics, which caused vomiting. All of these were popular among doctors at the time, but are now recognized to have been quite harmful to the human body. Sequel was open about her blunders in patient care, and stated a few of the treatments she utilized made her shudder. Despite finding success in Panama, Mary Sequel returned to Kingston in 1853. It was here she learned about the crimean war from reading the local paper the war took place within the crimean peninsula located along the black sea in eastern europe russia forcibly occupied the region with little disregard the ottoman empire which is now turkey ruled crimea during this time resulting in russia and the ottoman empire to engage in war with each other The Crimean Peninsula itself was a strategic trade point for the international market, especially since British traders utilized the overland route to transport Indian goods. Ultimately, in 1854, British and French troops would join the Ottoman Empire in defending the peninsula. Mary Seacole determined the war would be her new calling in life to utilize her skills as a nurse. In addition to combat wounds, many troops were also passing away from diseases like cholera and dysentery. Sequel thought that her knowledge of these illnesses might be useful to treat the suffering soldiers. Initially, she applied for the position through a variety of government offices, but to no avail. Sequel was deeply hurt by the rejections. In her writings, she speculated about American prejudices against color leaking into her rejections. Frustrated. Mary Seacole decided to establish a business instead. She created the British Hotel, a mile away from British headquarters, and named the spot Spring Hill, which is in a part of Ukraine today. While it was called the British Hotel, the actual setup of the building resembled a hut that provided a store and restaurant for officers, as well as a canteen for regular soldiers. It was during this time Seacole gained her notoriety. After hostilities died down on battlefields, she would venture out at dawn to assist various wounded soldiers and give comfort to those steadily bleeding to death. For preparation, she would cart around bags containing medical supplies and simple foods and spirits. Her British hotel business was also a huge success. During the peace treaty period, troops still lingered in the region despite there being no more battles. Officers and soldiers would pay for events and small luxuries provided by Seacole. Nevertheless, the treaty was officially signed on March 30th, 1856, bringing an end to her business. Due to the large investments into the hotel, Mary Seacole returned to London heavily in debt. Fortunately, in honor of Seacole's kindness during the Crimean War, her friends planned a fundraiser to assist her in paying her debts off. However, it wasn't enough. This resulted in Sequel publishing her autobiography, Wonderful Adventures of Mrs. Sequel in Many Lands, to raise more funds. This was one of the earliest trip diaries written and published by a black woman. It was also well received due to audience demand for stories detailing the harrowing circumstances of the Crimean War. There is not much more written about Mary Sequel until her death on May 14, 1881 when she died from a stroke. Her legacy continues to endure throughout history. In 1954, the Jamaican Nurses' Association named their headquarters the Mary Sequel House. Furthermore, in 1990, Sequel was awarded the Order of Merit, which is Jamaica's third highest honor. Meanwhile, in the United Kingdom, commemorative stamps were commissioned to honor her. In the stamps, her portrait is adorned with medals which were never actually awarded to her due to her civilian status. She has also been referenced in British pop culture as well. In the 13th season of Doctor Who, Mary's sequel is depicted in an episode dedicated to the Crimean War. Ultimately, her work has created a lasting impression upon both Jamaican and British history. Thank you for tuning in to People of Interest. This is Jamie Arpan, signing off.